Hello, and welcome to another Poems and Pearls podcast with me, Heartflow Poet. Checking in today with a little meme that came through to me, and it's particularly important, this one. And so I'm going to share it with you, and it goes like this. We don't create abundance. Abundance is always present. We create limitations. And this is quite close to my heart, this one, because it was a few years ago that, uh, well, several years ago now, that I realised, you know what, I don't want to be poor. Uh, I don't want to struggle for money. I don't want it to be this burden, this constant anxiety, this stress, this worry, this nagging concern at the back of my mind constantly, which actually had been what it had been. I was never, I was never overly concerned about it. It seemed to flow into my life okay. But I would always want to just get rid of it as quickly as possible and spend it on silly things and um, be very generous with it and just do whatever I could to get rid of it, basically. And it's very true what it says there. We create the limitations. And one day I woke up, I'm not going to tell the full story now, but I woke up one day suddenly with a click and I thought, you know what, this is it. I'd recently come across the, the idea that I'm the creator of my own reality and it already resonated with me and it made a lot of sense as truth often, well, always does. And I thought to myself that day, I was like, hold on a minute, wait, 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 hold up. If I'm the creator of my reality, then why am I poor right now? Why am I struggling for cash? Why do I not know how I'm going to pay my next month's rent? Why am I having to put back some of my favourite um, privileges and lucky uh, luxury items are on the shelves in, in Sainsbury's, the supermarket. Why? If I'm the creator and I'm making all of this up, then why am I poor right now? And so it led me onto this um, inquiry, this kind of trail of inquiry to figure out what was going on in my mind that was creating a reality where I was experiencing a lack of money. And it was a profound journey. It led me to all sorts of different teachers and teachings and ideas. And it led me to firstly discover all of the limitations that I had in my mind. And these were some things that I'd made up myself, but mainly things that have been passed on to me. And they've been passed on to us through our parents, through things that we've seen on the TV, through society, through films, through all sorts, really. Money's always this thing that's... Um, that's part of the story. Um, many people that may have had uh, divorces in their family, often money's a big part of the reason that kind of dries between them. Money can seem to cause all sorts of problems. And so because of that, just me saying that there, money causes problems, right? So that becomes uh, a belief. It becomes um, a thought structure in your mind. Money causes problems. And so if you have this underlying operating mechanical belief that money causes problems, then just like me, you're probably going to want to get rid of it as soon as it comes into your life because it might cause problems for you, right? And this is all stuff going on in the subconscious mind. It's not like you get your paycheck and you go, oh shit, money's going to cause me loads of problems, let's spend it. But it's this underlying operating principle and there's hundreds and hundreds of them for money. Some of the most prominent ones and ones that I found within myself were money is the root of all evil. Very natural to think that when you look at what's going on in the world and and the 
the structure of economy and class system and the banking system and all of this kind of stuff, it's very easy to buy into that, that money itself is the root of all evil. Um, actually, that's just ludicrous. Money's just an energy. And it really, all it's done is expose something like a mirror. Money's like a mirror, I see. And it's allowed us to, to see um, abundantly clear the human condition, greed, and all of the undesirable human characteristics that exist within us. Money didn't create those things. They were already there. Money just accentuated and amplified them in many cases. There's a, I'm not sure who quotes it, I'm paraphrasing somebody here when they say, you know, if you get rich and you're a bad person, money will just make you worse. It will give you more capacity to do bad. But if you're a very good person and you have a kind heart and loving and you want to help the world and you get rich, money's not going to somehow just corrupt you and make you into an evil person. Suddenly you become bad because you've got money. No, if you've got a really good heart and you, you're loving and you really want to help the world and you become rich, money just increases your capacity to do that and to help more people and to reach out further. And so I started to make friends with money. And I started to see it as a potential very powerful ally in my life instead of some enemy or something that could cause trouble or, or stress or worry in my life. And since undergoing that path, this was about six, seven years ago now, possibly longer, um, it's been a continual reprogramming process of figuring out what beliefs are going on in my subconscious mind around money. My other big ones were there's never enough. My mother used to always say that to, to me and not in a in a kind of depressive way, it was a kind of flippant tongue-in-cheek, oh, you know, there's never enough money, blah, blah, blah. That's the way she would say it. Um, and, you know, bless her, that was something that was passed on to her from somebody else, from her parents, probably. And she just passed it on to us. And, and I just accepted it and absorbed it like a sponge, like children do. And it went into my subconscious mind and it became one of the operating beliefs that created my reality. And lo and behold, I get to the age of 18 or whatever I was in my early 20s, actually, and I'm creating a reality based on these beliefs, these limitations, and I'm creating and I'm experiencing that. I'm experiencing not having enough. I'm experiencing seeing money corrupt people or money being the root of all evil because my brain filters it out to back up my belief system. So as I started to change my belief system, my brain started to change its filters and suddenly money started flowing to me much more easily. And when it came to me, I didn't feel uneasy. I didn't want to get rid of it. I was more willing to save. I was more willing to think about the future and think about things that I wanted to do with that money and then put it towards that instead of just, just disposing of it as quickly as I could. And so it's very true. The abundance is always there. Look at the universe around you. We live in an abundant universe. We're on this tiny little rock floating through an infinite infinity of space in a galaxy with billions of stars. Our galaxy alone has billions of stars. That's how vast it is. And now we know that there's billions of galaxies. And so this universe is abundant, it's rich, it's never-ending, and this earth is just as rich and abundant and never-ending. Everything we could ever possibly want is all right here. And we have the means to create, we have the means to keep on cultivating and growing and increasing the, 
the flow of abundance and richness into our lives. And so abundance is a natural state of life of the universe and it's only these limitations that we put in our minds that block that abundance from flowing into our lives. And so I encourage you to consider what blocks you might have in your mind, what limitations have been placed into your subconscious programming. From a young age it happens. All of our parents had bad money beliefs and their parents had even worse money beliefs and so on and so forth and it's been passed on. Even the people that I know whose parents had great money beliefs and their children obviously are having less of a struggle with money still, some of them would have creeped in there through society, through media, through all sorts of different means and it's important because whilst these negative beliefs, these limiting limitations are in your mind, you're going to create your reality based on those. And so if you think that money is scarce, if you think it's hard to come by, if you think it's going to make you evil, if you think that somebody's going to steal from you if you get it, or they'll sue you, or people will be out to get you, there's a million different beliefs. If you think any of them, then you're going to really find it a struggle. And you're going to create from that experience and continue to perpetuate the same experience of lack and scarcity and worry and concern. So now's the time. Now's the time. Because we need money, right? I'm not trying to tell you it is the best system. I don't really know what the answer is. But I do know it's what we've got right now and that we can take it and use it to our advantage and we can generate abundance and wealth in our life and bring that to us so that we can then help others to generate more wealth and abundance in their life. And am I trying to tell you that I've got thousands and thousands of pounds in the bank now and I'm a millionaire because of all this work? No, not yet anyway. But the main key distinguishing factor is that I no longer worry about money. And if I do, it's, it's flipped off quickly because I second, suddenly recognize, oh, okay, I'm worrying about money. That's still some of my old money beliefs that are still not quite cleared yet. And it gives me an opportunity to reflect on that and to do more clearing work on it. And once you've cleared, you can then install your brain with very positive beliefs about money to further increase the flow of abundance in your life. And that's where it gets really powerful and you really start to notice a difference as to the flow of abundance and also your relationship to money and your, your feeling about it. And I feel very, very lucky, really, because money is one of the biggest concerns on many people's minds and now I feel like I'm kind of free of that and even when my bank account gets low you know and I, I'm nearing zero I don't worry about it and because I don't worry about it in fact I just give thanks for the abundance in my life the fact that I'm always provided for I'm always able to buy what I want when I want it I can eat when I want I can drink when I want I'm privileged and blessed and abundant every day even if I have got 10 pounds in my bank still it won't be long before the next £10 comes in or the next £1,000 or there's always going to be somebody there to provide for you, to help you out in a time of need. That is abundance, the flow of it. Abundance isn't about having millions and millions of pounds in the bank just sat there so that you've got your little buffer there. It's about surrendering to the flow of it, allowing it to go and allowing it to flow into you. There have been many times where I've walked past um, people on the street I'm not going to go into the long stories now, but where I've had basically no money and I've given the last of it to people on the street, knowing that they, one, they need it more than me, two, I'm going to get some more quicker than they will, 
and free that as you allow abundance to flow out from you, that you allow abundance to flow into you. And so it's important. It's really important because also, just to keep a check on my own mental uh, kind of well-being, I I don't ever want to develop that that characteristic of greed. And I don't truly believe that having money can make you greedy. I think if you're greedy anyway, money's going to just accentuate that. But still, if I've got, then I like to give and I like to share. And I see everybody as a brother or sister. So it's not like I'm even giving the money to someone else. I'm actually giving the money to myself, just in a different form, in a different body. So I'm being nice to myself by giving money to other people. And it just further increases this flow of abundance and wealth. And I encourage you to go and look inside, deep inside your own subconscious mind, go back to your childhood, think deeply about what your parents used to tell you about money, think about any times you witnessed arguments about money and what was said and how much tension was, was caused and, and what it really meant to you as a, as a young person in this world to, to see that money could cause those kind of arguments and those kind of conflicts between people that you love and that you know love each other but were being driven apart by, by money worries. So people I can recommend is go check out John Asaraf. He was one of the first guys that um, that led me to do some of this work. And um, Christy Marie Sheldon as well does a lot of work on this. Mind Valley, if you check out Mind Valley, they've got some courses on abundance and this kind of stuff. Um, there's books you can read. There's also a seminar in London. They do it all around the world, but it's called Millionaire Mind Intensive. Uh, it's actually free. It's a bit of a sell-fest. They are there to to kind of uh, upsell you to some other courses, but I still got a lot of value out of the three days that I did there. Um, and like I said, that's a free seminar, so take advantage. Just do a bit of research and start doing the work to reprogram your mind. And it doesn't happen overnight. Depending on how old you are, you've had years and in most cases decades of negative programming around wealth and abundance. And so you can't just flip that and change it overnight but it's a con uh, an ongoing process and in time you really will start to see a big difference in your life not only in the amount of money and opportunities that are coming to you to create wealth but also just your feeling and your relationship to money and, and your general vibration around money will change and it will make life much easier much more pleasant much more joyful much more abundant, there'll be many more opportunities open to you when you have more money flowing to you. You can do more of what you want and do less of what you don't want. So why would you not go and do this work? I hope that this has been valuable for you as it was valuable for me, discovering this whole idea and this, this way of thinking and this way of reprogramming the mind for wealth and abundance. It's really time to remove those limitations and allow the abundance that is ever present in this universe to flow into your life, now rather than later. But everybody will find their way to this path at the right time and I hope people that are listening to this podcast um, will really act on this because speaking from my experience is completely changed my life and made it a lot more joyful, a lot more stress-free and actually I've really created probably about 10 or 12 different opportunities to create wealth of which I probably would never have thought of because my brain would have filtered out those opportunities and never led me to them if I'd stuck with my old money beliefs. So I'm very grateful. I feel very blessed to be in this position. It's an ongoing process. Like I said, sometimes I still feel my old money beliefs kicking up. Um, but that's just a blessing and a chance for me to continue doing the work and going deeper and further ingraining my positive beliefs about money and wealth and abundance.
Thank you always for listening to the Poems and Pearls podcast with me, Heartflow Poet. I've got a little bit of news I'd like to share with this one. Speaking of abundance and wealth and well-being, I'm running my first six-day transformational retreat in Guatemala on a magical lake called Lake Atitlan in Guatemala. This lake alone is one of the most incredible, beautiful, magical, special, spiritual places you could ever even hope to find yourself. And I feel so blessed and so lucky to have this opportunity to take a whole tribe of people to come with me for six days and do some amazing processing work transformational work to really help people break down any barriers that they've got. We're going to be reprogramming people's minds for wealth and abundance. We're going to be going through exercise that will allow you to shed stuff from your past whilst manifesting new things for your future. It's going to fuse all sorts of different elements from cacao ceremony to sound healing to hypnotherapy to life coaching to creative writing, live poetry, fire ceremonies, temescal ceremony and lots of other special surprises. So If that sounds as magical to you as it does to me, then check out www.heartflow.com. That's H-A-R-T-F-L-O-E.com. Go to the retreats page. It should take you straight there and check it out. And if you decide that you are interested, then feel free to contact me. You can find me on Messenger, WhatsApp. My email is heartflow at gmail.com. Give me a shout. It's really going to be an incredibly magical six days and I'm so excited for it. And I know that the universe is already in the process of sending the, the perfect souls who need exactly what I'm offering. So maybe that's you. Maybe it's not. But either way, perhaps you might like to check it out. Um, There's also a a special discount actually for anybody listening. There's free spaces left with a 33% discount off. So if you use EB33 at the check out, then you will get 33% off. And I recommend if you feel the calling, just do it. Don't listen to your mind and your ego that's going to try and jump in and put all these limitations on you, especially around money and abundance and how much it costs to get to Guatemala. How much will it cost you if you don't take some time out to go and really work on yourself in a magical place far, far away? The offer's there. The universe is calling you. Perhaps you're going to feed into that call. If so, heartflow.com, EB33 at checkout. Make your booking today. There's only 28 spaces in total. 15 of them are filled. So we've got 13 spaces left. And it'll be a blessing if perhaps it'll be you. Sending light, love, always from my heart, from my soul, from my body, from the whole of my being to anybody listening to this. It's an honor and a privilege and a blessing to just sit here and channel and record and just let things flow through me and to know that perhaps there's a few ears out there listening to them brings joy to my heart. So thank you, you, yes you, you're a very special, unique, beautiful, wonderful soul and I love you very much with all of my heart and I'm sending that love out to you right now, right now, it's coming at you. Thank you again for tuning in to the Poems and Pearls podcast with me, Heartflow Poet. Until next time, send in love.